Welcome to PD Podcast, where we talk to interesting people about interesting things going on in the Elyria schools. Now your host, Amy Higgins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to PD Podcast. We are on the scene, right, Marty? Marty Yaden is here with me. And where are we today? We are at the Apple Festival. Okay, it's not any Apple Festival. It is the Illyria. The Illyria. Apple Festival. And this is new for us. We decided that we would package up our podcasting station and go on location at the Illyria Apple Festival in historic Illyria, Ohio, downtown Illyria. And it looks good down here today. What do you think, Marty? It looks like a bunch of uh, greasy good food, and (laughs) I see a clown selling cotton candy, and I see our little red schoolhouse. We still have pink cookies left. I cannot believe it. It's almost 2 o'clock, and we still have cookies left. Why is that, Amy? Well, I, I know the reason for why we have them, but let's tell people what they are first, because these aren't just... Your run-of-the-mill pink cookie, right? These are sour cream sugar cookies, handmade at Elyria High School with a delicious, thick buttercream frosting that happens to be pink. And these have been around in the Elyria schools for more than 50 years. Can you believe that? Yes, because I've been around the pink cookie for quite some time now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is actually something that is a wonderful tradition in the Elyria schools. And if you were a student who went through the Elyria schools, it was one of your absolute favorite a la carte items. And I hear that they used to be about a quarter a piece and then maybe 50 cents. And now... We are selling them, and people are paying a dollar fifty a cookie, and they are not sorry. They are very happy about it. We can say that the cookie is still the same size as it's always been. So, no shrinkage over the years. We have a good size cookie for you, even though it's a little bit more in price. But uh, let's tell them about the cookie, Marty. What do you know about it? I'm going to quiz you. Do you know the history? Well, I know all I know is uh, I think I bagged uh, I I did bags of a dozen for about an hour and a half this morning. Um, so I got intimate with the cookies. Um, they were actually sort of frozen when I did it, but it's actually it makes them seem really fresh and stuff when are, when it's yes. hot out. And but really, I don't know. I don't think I know the real history. Well, it's it's very fun history, actually. You know Jean Gallick. Remember yes. Jean? Yes. Jean Gallick was our kitchen supervisor for many years in the O'Leary schools. I think she might have retired after putting in 40 years with the district, I believe. But maybe it was more, it could have been 38 or so, but she was right up there. And she is a wonderful woman. She ran a very tight ship. And the pink cookie recipe is from her family. And when she came to Elyria Schools, 
she brought her uh, uh, family recipe with her. But of course, it wasn't made for commercial cooking. You know, it was made for home cooking. You know. So the the fifty years is actually even before Elyria Schools, then. Or has it been in the Elyria Schools for fifty years? It's been in the schools for about fifty years. So it's definitely not before the schools, but your math is not working, Amy. <laughs> I'm not sure yours is. <laughs> well, Where'd she you was. Come up with that. Well, uh, you were talking about. Uh, oh, okay. But maybe she retired. Like she retired years after more. after 38 years. She okay, did. okay. Yeah, she so brought she, it with her. Wow, she's not going to want you to talk about her. Well, I've talked about being it before. that old. <laughs> she actually <laughs> usually comes to visit us every um, <laughs> Apple Fest, and I haven't seen her yet. But I always tell this cookie this cookie story, and she hates it. <laughs> See, see, what did I tell you? No, but it's It's not because because, of that. Everyone knows how old I am now. She doesn't like the attention. She's like real humble. She doesn't like the attention. We do have some secret video that you took when she came down. Yes. Uh, It was a, it was an emergency, wasn't it? Where she had to. Had to recreate the did after the recipe being out because I have that footage on my computer. Yes. That you shot on your phone. That was actually a really funny story. So Jean, Jean is the original pink cookie lady. She's, um, she was with us for a, many years of her working years. And she brought this family pink cookie recipe when she first came to the district. But um, she had to figure out how to formulate it for large batch cooking. And so this is always a little uh, Illyria trivia because people will say to us, well, this isn't the Lynx pink cookie. Well, Lynx was a very famous bakery in Illyria for many years, and they also had a pink cookie. But theirs was a crisp uh, sugar cookie with bright cream, uh, bright pink icing on it so more like a powdered sugar hardened icing yeah yeah yes okay. ours is very much a doughy cake cookie with yeah. a sour cream um sugar cookie and it has a buttercream real whipped kind of frosting so just what i like yes and a lot of people would say well this isn't Link's pink and the story behind that is when jean had to figure out how to formulate her home cookie recipe for major commercial kitchen machines she worked with the bakers at lynx bakery to reformulate her recipe so that it would work on commercial oh, kitchen so she got help machines. with that because i've always thought of that with you know like uh the, there's a couple recipes of my grandma's and i always thought wow what if we open an italian restaurant mm-hmm. and uh how would i make you know, huge batches of it and stuff. I just figured that I could if I just used the math and stuff. But then I thought maybe it won't cook the same way, being that it's yeah, I it's think a larger right. batch. And so that's interesting. Um, that would be the way to go, to go to like a commercial type yeah. uh, baker and have them help you. That's yeah. interesting. And they were very um, hus- hospitable with her. 
And um, she was very gracious about always telling people that this, it's not the Ling's Pink, but they did help me very much in recreating my recipe for something that would actually work on commercial equipment. So that's the story of the cookie. But what Marty was talking about was another little facet of the cookie story is several years ago. We have an, a new lady, or she's not new to Illyria, but she's not Jean. So she is, it was passed down to her, the, yes, the recipe from Jean. It was. Jean. Jean passed down the recipe to our current cookie lady, who is Dee Dee Schulich over at Illyria High School. Hi, Dee Dee. Hello, Dee Thanks for 6,000 cookies at the Apple Festival this year. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good, she too. probably uh, sees them is... in her sleep. We still have a line yeah. over there. Yeah, but it's been steady. It hasn't. Last year, mm-hmm. uh, Friday, well, I, I think all the days. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, what was it, like 25 minutes and they were gone? I felt so bad for the people. And they yeah. sort of come and camp out like it's a Star Wars movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they're That's waiting true. to get their tickets. <laughs> they're waiting to get their pink cookies. And then I thought I was here early and they were all sold out last year. But we're doing good this year. We are. Well, but we, tell us we why. We changed it up. Or yeah. did you already well, I didn't tell? finish the story about okay, Gene I'm sorry. coming back. That's okay. Yeah, I just noticed I was watching and I see all the people crowded around they our are. red schoolhouse. They are. They're back for more. Maybe even uh, second helpings at this point. But yeah, so Jean, um, Jean had retired. Um, and she had been retired for probably close to a decade. And all of a sudden, Dee Dee, our new cookie lady, was out for an extended period. And she wasn't able to make the pink cookie. And apparently, we did not train others to make the pink cookie. Because we were at a standstill. And so we called in Jean to come back to Illyria, come out of retirement for one day only to teach everybody in that kitchen how to make the pink cookie. And it was so much fun. We had Jean come back, and we had one of her faithful helpers come back, um, and it, it was a fantastic day. Everybody learned about how to make the cookie. I didn't realize that. Yes. So it's going it to be Tony. Tony it's going to be just out. watered down now. It's not going to be an <laughs> exclusive recipe because she's teaching everyone. Well, actually, <laughs> I think you would have to basically have 16 pounds of butter on hand if you wanted to even start the recipe. So <laughs> how does that how does that uh, break down if you want to just make some at home? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Now, people will say, well, I have the recipe because the Chronicle Telegram published it one time. And we did um, collaborate with the Chronicle when they did an article on the pink cookie and they interviewed Jean. And she did share her family recipe. But it's not the same recipe that the school recipe turned out to be because, remember, they had to reformulate it to work for the schools. So her family recipe is what I believe was shared in the Chronicle for just home cooking. And it is a bit different. But um, so people will say, well, it doesn't taste the same. Well, that's because it is a little bit different. So Well, it has to be to make it for a batch of 6,000 for all these hungry Alaria apple goers. Yes. And that's actually what Marty was saying. We're watching. We actually have a great view of our booth from where we're sitting. 
where you can see our little red schoolhouse on Court Street. And it has been a steady flow of customers coming to get their pink cookies this year. And everybody's been so happy that we still have some. And that is actually really not a usual thing because um, we typically spread them out over three days for sales. And Dee Dee made 6,000 cookies to spread out over three days, which sounds like a lot. But when you think about most people buy them in dozens, it's really only a couple hundred dozens a day. So um, we decided, because Sunday is a very busy day for us Illyria school people at the Apple Festival, because we run the Illyria Apple Art Contest, too, um, we decided to bring them all down on Friday and Saturday. So people have been very pleasantly surprised today that we still have cookies. And we will probably have them uh, most of the morning tomorrow, Saturday, starting at 11 o'clock in the morning. And then we probably will have them till a good part of the early afternoon. Um, it really depends on crowds, so we just never know. Right, Marty? Yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe maybe there'll be a couple left on Sunday. Yeah, the way it's going be. right now. Yeah, if we Well, have I haven't left. looked. It's been steady, though, still. Yeah, so. we'll leave them um, ready for sale on Sunday if we have them, but um, we shall see how it goes. It's been a very busy morning so far. The um, As I mentioned, the pink cookie... Uh, dozen, you can get a dozen of pink cookies for $15 or one cookie for $1.50 or any variety of that uh, cost, cost factor there. Um, but yeah, we've seen a lot of customers and it looks like the Apple Fest is really starting to um, pick up. You start to see um, younger kids now with uh, coming out of school at some point. The oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't even realize it's a school day. Yeah, it is, school yes. Friday. Friday. And um, it's nice to see because it's kind of funny to watch. You get the Friday afternoon crowd is typically your business people downtown. A lot of business people on lunch. Um, and they're trying all kinds of things. Everybody's got their favorite booth. Um, and then around two or three, you start to see the... Middle and high school kids walking here from school. and then well, I see course, all the band kids because they yeah. played. Um, yeah. yeah, they've sounded great, too, by the way. Yeah, they always do. They I just saw do. Aaron Putka and um, our uh, favorite uh, banana. What's <laughs> Pat. Uh, Pat Kostelnik, and he's not a banana. He's yellow delicious. Yellow. Well, I see yellow delicious. I picture banana. Like they're and, yellow and delicious, it's yeah. Pat's band. Yeah, he's in. That's known yellow as yellow delicious. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> he's not called that at work. <laughs> Pat is a hard name to remember, though. Yes, Pat Kostelnik. <laughs> Pat Kostelnik is our assistant band director, but he also is a very musical guy. He's got his own band. What is their style music, Marty? Well, I think it's classic rock, and I think they're supposed to play Sunday. Yeah, let's look they're, at the schedule. We can look that up. It? They're supposed to close the yeah, they festival? Are. Or? Yellow Delicious plays on Sunday from 4 to 6. So, yeah, they'll be closing the Apple yeah. Festival down on Sunday at this main stage, which is near 
the fountain, which uh, we have a very beautiful new fountain in Illyria. Um, everybody loves the new fountain. It turns colors at night. Have you seen that, Marty? Yes, I have. Um, I was just wondering why there's a bunch of people like running through it and and bathing in it. That's uh, not true. Well, I see the police now, so they're going to get them out of there. That's not true. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it exciting. It is not an exciting Apple that Festival. Way at all. The fountain is looking lovely and untouched. Yeah, it does. It's really it's nice. Pretty. It was about dead before they finally got to it. And yeah, it took a long time for it to open time. back up, but it's really cool if you haven't seen it at night. Um, we've got uh, down at Ely Stadium, we have that LED lights in our entrance too, and those make such a difference. Yeah, it's like a little light colors. show. Really I think is. that's just a really cool uh, sign, the Pioneers sign as you walk down the, yeah. uh, what do you call that, a corridor? Um, kind of the entrance. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. That's beautiful. It's always a, pic, a picture point for everyone to, you know, they gr- group around that. And yeah. It's really nice. And they uh, we're doing uh, stage two of the, oh, yeah. the stadium area. We are. A new baseball field and uh, yep. redoing the soft, or the softball is going to go there instead of the old field yep. at, at Westwood. Yeah, if you're not um, familiar to Illyria, we have a brand new athletic complex out at um, the site of our historic Ely Stadium. And it's really beautiful. It looks like something you'd see in a college setting, really. It's yeah. fantastic. Uh, everybody who comes here just is flabbergasted, and they absolutely love playing on our turf. And um, we have uh, beautiful lights as you walk through the stadium and a gorgeous art structure. I think it's actually called an art piece because it it's similar to what you'd find in Cleveland where it's that says script Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Cle- famous Cleveland the sign. That's Cleveland our famous sign. Pioneer sign. Yes, we have Pioneers. And we find a lot of um, class reunions in the summer. They go there to take a group picture. And when we have kids there, they love to congregate around it and have a picture taken by the Pioneer sign. But Marty was talking about the phase two of the stadium construction it's been a long time coming but uh, we are looking forward to some improvements to the old part of the stadium which would include a bathroom which is sorely needed there in the middle of the giant complex um, around the tennis courts Um, so we have lots of bathrooms at the stadium but they're on one side of the stadium so they're making a um, an area for for uh, folks in this more toward the baseball fields and we're moving softball from the old um, West Illyria West Westwood complex over to the new stadium which is going to be fabulous yeah um, it's sort of uh, the other half of the complex yet yeah, I guess the uh, tennis courts would be sort of the the midpoint and now we're doing on the other side of the tennis courts and yeah it's a 
you know, the people that go see the baseball games aren't going to have to be pinching their legs. Yes. They'll have their own bathroom uh, over there. That's something to celebrate for <laughs> yeah. sure. And they're redoing all the parking over there and stuff too. Yes. So. It will be nice when it's over. It's a little bit of a nuisance right now for people, I'm sure, because it's football season. And we do have um, limited parking at the stadium. And, but we are accommodating people with free shuttles. Um, at every football game uh, from Elyria High School's um, West Avenue side parking area by the Performing Arts Center. We are shuttling people back and forth throughout the games uh, until every last person is returned to their car. It really is a very convenient way, even better than um, parking there sometimes because you just get in, you know, get on the bus. And you get shuttled over there and get back on when you're ready to go. And, you know, you avoid all of the um, traffic tie-ups that usually happen at football games. Yeah, you don't have to fight the traffic to get out. And, yeah, um, yeah. And it, they drop you off right out front. So it is you know, very it makes nice. it easy. And that's first student who does that with us. So thank you, first student. It's only, what, 15 bucks a ticket to ride the bus? <laughs> yes. You can payable to the... To Marty? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all free. All free. Got to yeah. love that. But, you know, this uh, weekend, tomorrow night, Saturday night, we have a great event at the stadium, uh, the Parade of Bands. And I know Marty's going to be there to cover it um, for our YouTube channel. But It's um, the 50th anniversary, no, I think. No, the 100th. 100th anniversary. 100th anniversary. 100th uh, anniversary of, of the Elyria High School Pioneer Marching Band. Yeah, but the I had thought it was the anniversary of the Parade of Bands. No, it's of the, the band 50th. itself, I'm quite sure. Oh, maybe. Huh. You could be on to something. I, I'm not totally in if, touch me... with um, the full history of the bands. Um, I think it might be the 50th and, and and all of that as anniversary well, so. Parade of Bands. Let me look. Well, he's going to look that I up. Because I do have that on my calendar. Wonderful. And and we are going to get all the scoop from that tonight, and Marty will have the full program for our YouTube channel. While he's looking that up, I'm going to say the Apple Fest Committee... I want to shout out to Stacy Francis. She is the um, Apple Fest director, and that is a hardworking lady. She is wonderful, and she's put together a fantastic program for the festival this year. It started off with a bang today. We had the Elyria High School marching band down here in the square, and everybody loves that. And then we pick back up at 3 o'clock today with um, Red Delicious, Michael Wypasek. Um And then this evening from uh, at 5 to 6, they've got the Hive Dancers, which we talked with Stacy and Marty can tell you. What are the Hive Dancers? Do you remember? The, what was it? The, the Hive Dancers. Do you remember? Oh, was that the teachers? Uh, no. Remember Stacy was remember Stacy was talking about the hive dancers that are going to be here t- on the stage on Friday. I forgot. They're belly I'm dancers. Sorry. They're belly. Oh dancers. yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you would okay. remember that. <laughs> no. Um, but and uh, they it's are, amazing what I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but the Hive is actually um, a yoga studio in Elyria, I guess. Fairly new and uh, very awesome place. They're going to be doing a demonstration at 5 o'clock on the stage. And then from 6 to 8, they have Adam Calvert, uh, who was a musician at the fair also. And he plays um, in Nashville, I guess, fairly frequently. So that's a big um, big act tonight from 6 to 8. And these are all free. There's no um, ticket price to seeing the bands that play on the square. It's really a wonderful family option to come down, bring your lawn chairs. You can eat lots of food and watch free concerts. Um, really nice thing. And um, did you ever figure out the details of the parade It band? is the 50th annual Parade of Bands. Oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. Yeah. Very nice. I'm excited because I know that the alumni band had a good turnout for um, people who've played band, who played band in high school. You didn't have to play for Elyria. You could have played in any high school, and you were welcome to play with the alumni, Elyria alumni band this year. And there's a lot of people on there and some teachers and stuff. And it's always a big excited. hit. It really is. Yeah, it's yeah. People great. love the alumni band. They sound wonderful. I saw them practicing in the parking lot the other day. And you never know what instruments you're going to get because, you know, it depends on who's able to partake. Yes. Our good friend Heather Hale, who's an art teacher at Eastern Heights Elementary and Westwood Elementary, but she's in the alumni band, and she told me she's playing the saxophone. Well, I thought she played the tuba. Well, she's playing the saxophone, <laughs> and she has I'm just kidding. Not, I didn't know. <laughs> she seems has like a tuba not player to me. picked it up since high school. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. But she did um, show up for rehearsals, and she said she nailed it. So she was really, really? happy and proud of herself. <laughs> ah, I just assume these people that are doing it were, like, staying no, up to date and stuff. She so. just... Wow, that's something. Isn't that impressive? To be able to do that. I think when you're videotaping, you should get a close-up of Heather. Yeah. Her saxophone, see how yeah. she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Wasn't yeah, she so. in Quarter Flash? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> she remember the, the singer for Quarter Flash? She played the saxophone. I don't know. You think it was Heather? I, I don't know. It's... She might have been too young for that. She probably was. She probably knows. She's a big music gal, though. She knows her bands. So, and, and she listens to music nonstop. So this didn't become the Heather Hale show. but Well, we she's going to be mad her. at me, but <laughs> I, I was sort of doing it to annoy Heather. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get easily annoyed. She's pretty no. good. Uh, she's pretty. Uh, I love you, Heather. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Um, But anyway, so yeah, it's going to be a great night here at the Apple Festival on Friday, September 16th. There's also um, some fun stuff going on at the area restaurants. The Foundry has some stuff going on. And then we're back here Saturday morning. Uh, I think the uh, Apple Fest kicks off at 11. And guess what it kicks off with? Besides pink cookies, of course. But along the same lines as cookies. 
Apple baking? Apple baking. Oh. I wanted to make Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about it. that on yes. the podcast. Uh, I guess it's not limited to apple pies either. I thought it was, but it could be anything that's apple flavored that's a baked good. So Marty suggested he might get a McDonald's apple pie and bring it down to enter. I just want to see how, uh, how in fares. tune these judges are. Yeah. You totally should. <laughs> you could put some powdered sugar and milk together yeah, and just, ice it. Yeah. Make it a little special. There goes our band. I guess they're heading back heading to the back, high school. Heading back. They've got a big uh, weekend because they play tonight, I think, in Avon. Lyria High School plays Avon at Avon. So the band's got to get back and get prepared. They were in their summer clothes for yeah. today because it's very hot. So they didn't have to wear their full uniforms. It's but actually beautiful today. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very nice. Nice breeze. It's not real hot. We're under the shade, though, so that does help. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a hazy sun. It is. But I like when it's cloudy like this because the sun sometimes can be a little bit brutal. Intense, yeah. Yeah. Not as many bees this year either. That is very nice. The clouds help that too, I think. But yeah, so tomorrow we're going to be selling pink cookies starting at 11 o'clock. We've got the apple baking. Oh, it's 11 tomorrow? Yes. Okay, because it was 11.30 today, so. Yes. If you yeah, people want... need to know that because <sighs> if, if there is a big rush... People will be mad if you say the wrong time. Yeah, so 11 o'clock is when we plan to open. We do take a little extra time to open sometimes because we got a bag of our cookies and takes a little bit of time. But we're going to be ready for you, so come on down. And the apple baking judging happens at 11. So if you want to enter the apple baking contest, you have to have your entries dropped off by 10.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. So that's important to know. And then another Apple Festival tradition. It's been a while, though, because this hasn't happened for two years. But they're doing, they're bringing back the Apple Princess pageant this year. And they're going to be doing that from 12.30 to 3.00. Tomorrow on Saturday, Friday, or Saturday, September 17th, at the stage by the fountain, the Princess Pageant. So come down and encourage these girls that are going to do this. Um, It's not easy getting up in front of people. So come down and give them your love. Show them, um, give them lots of applause. They're putting themselves out there, and we wish them all uh, wonderful success. Most of all, have fun, though, ladies. Have fun with it. Yeah, what, uh, I wonder what the talent's going to be. I don't know. I think they did have to have an apple-themed costume, and they get to do a talent. I think it's their choice. And then I think they have to have a speaking part, too. They have to answer some kind of question and they are judged on their answers i believe so that's probably one of the most nerve-wracking parts <laughs> i just want to save the world yes well good in any way possible <laughs> good we that's need people my answer who want to bring peace right more peace my talent I don't, I don't have any talents anymore well marty you do have talents i'm too old you have talents you're doing one right now 
talking. You're producing a podcast and being very entertaining. <laughs> you're one of our. You're you. We couldn't do this podcast without you. Oh, somebody's playing over there. This must be. Oh, we got a lead guitar yeah, going. Lead guitar going. I don't know who that is because. Red They're on the stage. Michael Wypasek isn't supposed to start till three, but maybe they're just warming up. Practice. Practice sounds like a warm up. It's a little ways away, so I can't really. See. Yeah, we sounded good. We have to see through the fountain to be able to see the stage. But and then tomorrow night, Saturday night, they've got Joe Bell and the Swing Lizards. I guess that's a favorite because they were here last year too. Yeah. And there is some fun stuff happening during the afternoon for kids tomorrow. Behind City Hall, they're doing a kid's balloon drop. And they have a kid's zone that's going up tomorrow, which has um, bouncy, bouncy houses, houses, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. all the way yeah. from 11 to 7 tomorrow. So there will be things for the little ones to do. That's the parking lot of the town hall, right? It is, yes. Yeah. And you can always come over to the Little Red Schoolhouse, Illyria's. Larry School's Little Red Schoolhouse because we've got a prize wheel that we're ready to break out after the pink cookies are gone. And we have prizes for the kids. They can answer a fun trivia question and win a prize. And that's all for free. So come and see us tomorrow. And then on Sunday, Marty, we have a big day on Sunday. Let, I'm going to let you talk for a while. Tell them about the Apple Art Contest. Well, the, the long tradition of the apple art contest um yeah it's a uh, third what is it third through 12th or it is third, third grade. through 12th yep, third grade through 12th grade i think they school. were judged they judged them yesterday didn't they or I think so. day before or? yeah yeah this week earlier this week everybody turned in their entries and mel rainey who's one of our yeah artists. i just saw him he oh, really? uh, he just walked by oh geez, yeah. we should have grabbed him but oh, um, that would have been perfect it would have been but yeah so we um we love uh having mel on the show he's been um on before but he heads up the apple art judging for us and then he will be our MC t- on sunday as we do the um long long held Apple Art Contest. I'm not sure how many years we've been doing it, Marty, but it's been a long time. Um, I think I have done it. Well, it's the first time I met you, Amy, yes. was True. the Apple Art, but it was in the parking lot over by the police station that year. Oh, my gosh. That's And right. I remember we were swarmed by bees, and you came up, introduced <laughs> yes. yourself. I'm the new communications director, and that's wow. why I met Amy, so... What year was that? Well, and I did it for years before that. That's been 18 years ago. And then you probably did it at least, what, yeah, 10 two, three years, years before that? No, nah, like three years. Oh. Something like that. Well, uh, we're, the, we're not sure. Yeah, we're, the one, I think one of the, history. one of the first years I did it, they, it was first Merit Bank at the time, right. I believe. And they had, um, all the art throughout the building because yes. they have that historic building and they had it uh throughout there um even the you know all the honorable mansion i think all the artwork Thousands. was there which was sort of nice it really was because was, you could see everyone's yes 
thousands and thousands. That's when uh, Linda Brown headed it up for mm-hmm. many, many years. And Linda was, um, and she's still active in the Apple Fest, but she was, she ran the Apple Festival for many, many years. And, and she worked there at the first night. Yeah. Yes. And, but from what I understand, the reason they stopped doing that is the tape was playing havoc with the paint. Oh, the walls, yeah, I could see it that. It was creating a, a painter's nightmare every time they had to touch up all the tape marks from taking the artwork down. So um, they had to stop that. But they still do display the artwork um, downtown Elyria. I think they've moved it to City Hall now for, before, the, um, art, before the Apple Art Contest on Sunday. But, you know, don't take my word on that because I'm not really sure. Um, but the Apple Fest Committee has always been great with us on trying to show the, the winners of the Apple Art Contest um, but we have that going on on Sunday at 12.30 on the stage by the fountain. It's so much fun. The kids work so hard, and their artwork is absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's always cool because we have the the awards and stuff, and you get to see the, the, the winning art and everything. But then they have the car show that day, oh, and it's yeah. really cool. That's a big one. Um, yeah, and the music and everything. and. Sunday's usually a, a really good day. It is. And I think the car show, I don't see it. I know it's here. Oh, yeah. It starts at 9. goes from 9 to 1 on Sunday. And they do close off some extra streets for that. So you do have to get down here early and find your parking spot. Um, if you have a favorite parking spot during the other days of the Apple Fest, you may find that it is not available on that Sunday. And I know Marty and I are always looking for different parking spots on Sunday because our usual spot is gone. But, um, but yeah, so big deal on uh, Sunday with the Apple Art Contest at 1230. The car show's kicking off at 9 o'clock. They also have an Apple Festival fun run that kicks off at 830 in the morning on Sunday. Um, and uh, a lot of great bands then and acts through the afternoon to close out the festival, including closing it out. Yellow Delicious. Yellow Delicious with Pat Kistelnik. And he, they are very good, actually. Yeah. They've, they've <laughs> been teasing, doing it for they're many years. Band. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. You will love coming and watching them, and we highly recommend it. Um but what else do we want to talk about, Marty? I mean, it's just fun being down here. The smells, um, it definitely smells like a festival. Got yeah. lots of well, deep fried smells and sweet smells. and. Yeah, yeah, it smells like uh, arteries bursting. <laughs> the ambulance was out front when I pulled yeah, up, and I just, right. I was I sort of thinking someone some indulged dogs. in the pink cookies uh, yeah, right. to the point where. Oh. No, no, it wasn't nah. the pink cookie. Well, it could, yeah, it could be any number of things in this place. Yes, <laughs> although Stacy Francis was on our podcast um, a couple of weeks ago. You can find it on our Buzzsprout site or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, you will find a podcast calling, calling all princesses because we were talking about the princess pageant. But during that podcast, Stacey Francis talked about how there's actually a somewhat healthy booth down here that they are selling hummus. 
So, There's one place. So we have one booth that's semi-healthy. One booth selling for hummus. hummus. <laughs> but I'm looking across right now, and I see. But you know what? It's a festival. So do do we want a lot of healthy choices? We, we come down here for pink cookies, funnel cakes, French fries, lemonade. Uh, I saw a homemade mini donuts, which was brand new. Corn dogs, um, my favorite. Corn dogs, yes. Cheese sticks, deep fried cheese. Yeah, deep fried ice cream. Deep fried Kiwanis. ice cream. Oh my gosh, how could I forget that? No, Funnel it's cakes, elephant ears. Oh my gosh, you just committed a huge crime, a faux pas. You said it was Kiwanis fried ice. It's rotary. Rotary. I'm. Oh my gosh. I was just joking. It was the Illyrian. <laughs> He's just seeing if you're listening. <laughs> We're just testing you. I get them mixed up. We're just testing you. Um, Illyria Rotary has a huge trailer here that they have every year where they sell fried ice cream. That makes it even worse because it's a big tradition of their fried ice cream. (laughs) And I say, (laughs) I can't, I'm not going to say what I said again because. I'm sure the Kiwanians are here as well. I'm just not sure what their um, booth involved. Yeah. But the Rotary Fried Ice Cream booth is a very um, tradition, a very big tradition in at the Illyria Apple Fest as well. And I was actually treated to an inside look. Should I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I got to help make the um, fried ice cream before it's fried this year. Was, really? Yes. So I was you stand, assembled. I assembled. And my, I don't know if I'm allowed to say but um, everybody knows there's ice cream inside, so I don't think I'm giving anything away there. But it also involves waffles. Yeah. Waffles. Yeah, that's the first type I heard. Um, and your nephew is here helping us out. He Rick, is. Nick, <laughs> Rick, Rick, His Nicholas. His name is Nick. Um, but <laughs> he allowed Marty me to call him whatever he wants. him Rick. <laughs> and Nick doesn't seem to mind, so he was Rick Nick. <laughs> Most of the and morning. And Then it ended up being <laughs> Rack. Yes. And then he was um, Rickless. <laughs> Rickless. And then he just became Reckless. And but he, he had bought all kinds of things. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, the reason I was saying is he <laughs> bought the fried ice cream and it looked Delish. really good. Delish. And I didn't realize that's how they made it. I just thought like they threw a <laughs> big frozen piece of ice cream in some flour <laughs> and tossed it in a. Fryer and I don't think that's anything like what they do. <laughs> they so they have this um, this frozen ice cream between waffles and then they deep fry it. Yeah. In batter, it's battered with a special secret recipe batter, and then it's deep fried. And then they you have a choice, I believe, of strawberry topping or apple topping, and they smother it in a cinnamon apple goo or a strawberry goo. And it is divine. And everybody loves it. It's probably as long of a line as the pink cookie line. Most Apple Fuss years. I think they said they were making like 3,800 of them. Wow. See, that's... I think... So where where well, do they assemble them? It might even be more. It where, might even You be said more. you helped them assemble. Where was that at? The assembly happens in the Illyria High School kitchen. Oh, wow. Yes. So it's sort of like the Illyria schools. 
fried ice cream. Not really. No, Partially. They would not let, you just committed another faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> You're really digging yourself into a what was? What did hole. I say this time? You called it Kiwanis fried ice cream first. Now you just called it Illyria's <laughs> well, in conjunction the with the Rotary uh, <laughs> list. There, no, it is. Yes, we are. It's a team space. effort. Yes, although no, it's always going to be Rotary fried ice cream. It's Rotary fried ice cream, and we're only the holder of it. <laughs> we have a beautiful kitchen, and we have great big freezers, and so we help them out by storing the waffles and the ice cream and the strawberries and then um, they come in and they actually make the sandwiches there in our kitchen because it's such a beautiful space but all of the cooking takes place right on site at the apple fest believe it or not well assembly is required assembly is required yes and I was um, surprised at how quickly assembly went too because we had a nice group of about 20 Rotarians who came to the kitchen to help assemble, and I got to be part of that as a volunteer, and um, it was actually pretty fun. I didn't know that they were made that way. Well, neither neither did I, but it, like I said, it looked awesome. It did. It looked delicious. And I don't know if you guys can hear this now, but the bands are starting up, and this is some good music. I'm going to turn my mic a little so you can yeah, let's see. I, I've got the noise reduction on, so we'll see how much it'll pick up. Okay, I well, can't. We don't want dead I don't air. think I could hear it. Yeah, <laughs> if you can't think. hear it, but um, but the it's very nice. It, it's such a nice thing to be able to come down to a festival, and a lot of communities do this, of course. But it's so nice to to have free entertainment. So. You know, we're not going to spend too much more time on our podcast today because we've got a little bit of a noise uh, factor here. But um, please come down. Check everything out at the Illyria Apple Fest. It runs Friday through Sunday. And check us out at the Illyria School's uh, booth. We may still have some pink cookies when you get here. But even if we don't, we want to say hello and you can play for a prize. Yeah, and there's so much else uh, going on to do. It's yes, it's a nice atmosphere. It is. And one other thing, I wanted to say how uh, but the the people that buy the pink cookies are so friendly. Oh my gosh, they sure are. They love those cookies, and they just are so happy to get them. Yeah, uh, there. It's not like uh, customers buying. Whatever. I, they were so nice. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, it was a pleasure doing business with them. Yes. And <laughs> I'm glad you said that, Marty, because a lot of them, they, they talk about how they are um, haven't had a pink cookie since they've been in high school. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't hear that. They come back for the pink cookie, and it's just the best. And, um, you know, it's fun to see. And, and they say they taste exactly the same, which they, they better because it's the same recipe, and they are made with love. As Didi will tell you, the very special ingredient in the pink cookie is love. And she yes. Is she hugs every batch, right? <laughs> Didn't she I does. see her next to the mixer, like <laughs> hugging the big hugging mixer? The mixer? It's a big commercial mixer, and 
I said, why are you hugging that? Well, I make it with love. <laughs> I made. I also that. made that up. Yes, but, very funny. Very. I don't funny. want people. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not. Think she's nice, and she's not crazy. She's a wonderful lady, and she's not hugging your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in this COVID no, atmosphere. No, we're not hugging cookies. We're taking all of food preparation precautions as required. So. <laughs> But, you know, I didn't mention, too, I forgot. I'm looking right at it. But there's also wonderful craft vendors down here. Um, so make sure you come and, and check out their crafts. They've got um, some fun things to buy and um, some artists down here. It's just a really cool thing. It's such a t- tradition, and we're just so happy um, when people show up. Yeah, and it uh, the... That's outside the, well, that would be on 2nd Street. Yes. Um, along the town hall, uh, that area is like a lot of different wares to check out. Yes. Um, and, and it makes it cool because it just gives you, you know, one more thing to to look at and stroll by and yeah. you know once you're stuffed with grease you yeah. <laughs> you walk it off and go look and kind, see what though the best kind yeah it is it really is delicious food yeah. i mean you've got to treat yourself once in a while and you know you whatever eating plan you're on you kind of just give yourself a little break and you come down and you have an elephant ear, or you have a... Oh, how did we forget? Groves is here, too, by the way. That's another um, potentially healthy option because it does involve an apple, even if it is squished and um, mixed Aren't with Aren't they selling sugar. McDonald's apple pies? <laughs> no, they are selling the apple fritters. Apple, apple fritters, fritters and caramel apples. And they have regular bagged apples, I believe. So there you go. We have apples at our booth, too, by the way, for free. But they have apple cider. So yummy. I think they have kettle corn. They usually have kettle corn. And um, just a wonderful apple producer in uh, Lorain County, in Elyria. Of course, there's many, many apple fields um, around these, this area in Lorain County. Lots of farms. Um, so this is such a great time of year to go out and get your apples and your pumpkins and your butternut squash and your acorn squash. You got all that fun fall uh, vegetables and fruits and um, just a wonderful kickoff to the fall season. Yeah, they, uh, the kids used to go and it was sort of like a tour at Groves to see yes. how they... Um, and I found out that they their apples are in many of the grocery stores under Ohio oh, apples. Is, yes, and they and have a number. I there's think. a number, yeah, and yeah. you can tell which one, you know, by reading that number on it, whether it's Groves apples or not. Yeah, I wish we I wish we would have asked them before this so you could look for yeah, them yeah. in the store. But you can ask them at the booth. I'm sure they know their number. Yeah. And uh, like we said, come on down and check them out. The apple cider is a good deal down here, too. If I remember right, it's like around $2 or something for a squeezy bottle. But it's a good-sized apple cider, and um, it's just so delicious. Oh, my gosh. It's really sweet. Yes, but it's so fresh. Yeah. And, I mean, it just tastes like you're just – it's what you want apple cider to taste like. So. 
Um, but we have had fun with you today. We've got, if you're looking for the uh, Apple, the Elyria Schools booth, you'll find us right next to the 4-H booth. And that is another favorite booth at the Apple Festival because you can win a fish. And maybe win a we'll fish. live a week. Maybe. Like a <laughs> goldfish? You can win a goldfish. Uh, those are always. <laughs> yes. If you, okay, here's a little Exciting. tip for parents. <laughs> Take them out of the. you're going to let your child try to win a goldfish and you actually win one, please be prepared within a week to go to the pet store and buy another fish. Yes. <laughs> because or have your a, fish might not still be here. Have a toilet <laughs> funeral. Yes, we, we, we had the personal experience with that in our house and I don't think it survived a day. But we must have gotten a bad batch because I have heard of other Apple Fest fish that do survive much longer. But, but one of the keys is to you can't you can't just transplant them from that plastic bag or whatever they have them yes. in into like um, water that's twenty degrees right. colder You'll or shock them. warmer. It'll shock them and they'll just flop over and yes belly up yeah right yeah yes that's right marty i didn't know you knew that stuff about goldfish so thank you for that yes. wise advice i had a goldfish named neil <laughs> when i was a kid why neil uh <laughs> what a long story weird, um very weird name for a fish yeah like it was it. named after someone <laughs> um and he's How the one the he's the one that bought that? it he's the one that bought it for me um, so I named sense. him Neil, and Aww. and there were several times where he was swimming sideways, and I put some salt in the water, okay. and he straightened back up. Get he out. lived for a, he lived for a few years, and there were a, a couple of those episodes. Fish? Yeah, but I just I just sort of sprinkled salt, and I don't know where I heard to do it or really whatever now all these kids are oh my goldfish is sick and then dump a bunch of salt in oh, there yeah no don't do that guys. just finish them off i think but. marty must have been following a very precise science i was method. very smart as a child <laughs> so i may have calculated it i'm sure you did you you had a very specific scientific formula for that salt water <laughs> For your freshwater salt per salt per gallon. <laughs> your freshwater uh, fish that like a little yeah. dose of salt. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. I never heard that before. Maybe there's an aquarium expert listening that could um, tell us the science of that. Yeah, I wonder if there's any other goldfish named Neil out there. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, Actually, Neil? his last name was Susan Guth. <laughs> What, where did that come from? That was Neil's last name, Susan Goode. Oh, you gave him the full name. Did he have a middle name, too? No, I was actually talking about the person. That was his last name, not my fish. <laughs> if he was to have a last Neil, name, I, I assume that it would be Susan wow, Goode. Oh, what nationality is that? That's interesting. Um, I think it's Polish. Neil Susan Goode. Hi, Neil. He was a he was a phys ed, phys ed teacher in Minnesota. Oh my! Okay. Yes. Wow. Well, hi, Neil. If you are listening, or any of Neil's relatives, uh, he would Susan be. Gooths. He'd be, '80s. Well, he could still be around and listening. Do you keep in touch? Are you no. face Facebook friends? No. <laughs> I don't no. have Facebook. No. No. 
Uh, it's okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I do not blame you at all. <laughs> I don't have any social media. No? no. Well, maybe uh, Susan Guth does, and he's going to download our podcast and listen to you and say, oh, my good friend Marty, I'm so glad I made an impact on him with his fish, <laughs> Neil. Neil, Susan He remembers because I would report to him in Minnesota that he's still alive. He was amazed that Neil was still alive after. Oh. It may have been more than two years. Did you tell it him the salt It was pretty amazing. Trick? Huh? Did you tell him the salt trick? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm going to Google that tonight. Yeah. Everybody's homework is to figure out why a little pinch of salt made Neil Susan Guth <laughs> swim straight <laughs> in his freshwater tank. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think the, it, it was like three or four times, I think the last time, it, it did not resuscitate him. <laughs> he well, just he ended up belly up. Overdosed with his salt end. intake. Yeah, maybe it could have been. It. Maybe I added too much you salt. You overdid it. <laughs> you got the the mix wrong. Oh, <laughs> poor Neil. Poor, poor Neil. But you know what? He lived a good life. I'll tell today. you. And so he lived well beyond his. Yeah, years. I had to clean the bowl because it wasn't a filtered tank or anything. It was just one of those round fish bowls oh yeah i I hate those so much we had those i my husband loves um aquariums we don't have one but we had one that was like a result of our 4-h fish and it was one that was just a standard fish tank and we had to clean it it was so gross oh man they They smell so so bad if if you let them go too long well now we're dealing with a new problem because we now I know we were going to end this podcast, but now we're on to aquatics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but this is kind of a funny story. Well, I, you said 4-H, so it sort of it's connects related. with... Uh, it's related, right? Teaching. Yeah. But we... Oh, Stem Sally. Shout out to Stem Sally. Hi, Stem Sally. Our favorite uh, Ohio State Extension, our yeah. 4-H-er. <laughs> um, but we um, we have a new tank at our... Um, at our house, and it's not for fish. We have the African dwarf frogs. Oh, yes. And this is your them. what now? Your house? Yes. Oh yes. wow! My daughter got it for my other daughter as a Christmas present, and they're actually really fun to watch when you can see through the wall of their tank <laughs> because their tank is super dirty, and they're supposed to be self-cleaning. So I'm a little annoyed, but they're they're like a. Um, they're really cool to watch, and they come in. <laughs> that a, sounds gross. Yeah, but they yeah. come in their own ecosystem, and they have like these little. How um, small are they, dwarf frogs? Yeah, but they're frogs getting are bigger. Already <laughs> they they both. How can you tank. tell? They're so dirty, you can't see no, through no. the tank. <laughs> we we have to invest in a new tank because our frogs have surprised us with their <laughs> lifespan, and also I don't think they are supposed to live as long as they have. But I don't know. I'm no expert. How long do dwarf frogs live? I don't know. I don't know. Do they have poly dwarfs? Poly wog? No, they don't. Frog dwarfs? No? no. How do no. they recreate them? They don't. They're, these are, They're the test know. tube frogs? <coughs> Possibly. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't research the life But the they life are very cycle. dirty. <laughs> they are. I thought they were going to be clean. Where they, I guess they, uh, 
they aren't licking the tank like they were supposed to. Um, yeah, they aren't. <laughs> yeah, they're self-cleaning, so I guess they're supposed to clean Maybe the I tank. Maybe I need to themselves. invest in a snail. Yes. Or something, but I don't know. Yeah, if but then it's slime, okay. and maybe the yeah. frogs would like to eat the snail slime well, after the possible, snails but, clean the tank. But it's actually really interesting. So when you buy the the drawer frog ecosystem at your friendly neighborhood pet store, is this like a brine shrimp? <laughs> I don't know. What's is that like? Shrimp? Sea sea monkeys or brine shrimp? I don't know what that is. I'm sea sorry. monkeys? Yeah. You never had sea monkeys. They come in like a little packet, and you put it in the a little bowl, and it's just brine shrimp. And oh! They advertised them like they were little cartoon sea monkeys, but I all they are is brine that. shrimp. You wow. sort of rehydrate these brine shrimp, and they come to life, and they're like microscopic. They give you a little tank, and it has like a magnifying glass oh. on wow. the. I mean, it's very small, huh. but. Don't put them in the windowsill because they'll cook. <laughs> oh, then they're fried shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, But they're no. sort of ridiculous. But uh, they used to be oh. uh, in, like, comic books in the back of the comic oh. books and stuff. And it was a real common thing. They probably still sell them. Wow. I, I've never heard of sea them. Sea monkeys. Sorry. I can't believe you've never heard I, of sea I, monkeys. I have not. I have not. I don't even know what they are or what they look like. But back to your dwarf frogs. Yeah. So um, so, so I'm, I'm texting my daughter's school because I forgot to tell them how she's getting home. So <laughs> taking a little short break here. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But the dwarf frogs are fun. Um, even though they, we need to figure out a new tank solution, they're actually kind of fun, but they fight a lot. And I didn't think, they, I thought they should get along. You know, they sell them together. It seems like they should be getting along better. Like those <laughs> Siamese fighting fish where you have to have a separate, um, they have to be separated in their tanks. Yes. Otherwise they'll kill each other. Well, these guys aren't aren't doing that they're not that bad but they seem like a brother um a sibling a sibling rivalry or something what like do, what tank. do they look like do they look like a tree frog a toad but, or but thinner thinner even thinner yes they're thinner and they're lanky they've got very long legs they wouldn't make for good frog legs do they have gills uh yes they breathe underwater they live underwater Oh, they stay they underwater. They stay underwater. Yeah, because they don't like polywogs, uh, a frog, when it's a polywog, it's it's like a little fish, and then it grows into a frog. Yeah. So. Right. But they have to breathe air. Right. No, these live underwater. They stay in their tank, and their tank is supposed to be like this self-sufficient tank, but can tell you that we have needed to. We are going to need to reinvest in a new tank. Yeah, you'll probably clean it or get a new tank and they'll all die. Oh, gosh, I'm worried about that. Ella loves these guys. Their names are Peanut Butter and Jelly. Peanut Butter. Peanut, peanut Butter. And Jelly. (laughs) There you go. And Jelly. All right. So we're going to close out our show for real this time. Yeah, it's getting out of hand. It is getting out of hand. We've we're moved on from. Don't the know Apple what we're talking about now. To, uh, to see life. So. And I'm anyway, going to have to upload this. Yeah, eventually. This thing. So, but yeah, we've we already talked about Saturday and Sunday, and <laughs> um, so I better get it up there. 
You got to get it up there. I'm going to have to post it tonight. So everybody, thanks for tuning in to PD Podcast. We had fun on our very first remote broadcast. This is the first time we've been out of the official PD Podcast studio, and we are in Ely Square for the historic Ely or Illyria Apple Festival and just having a great time. So come on down and have a great weekend. Yeah, it was... uh it was fun, and next year I'm hoping we'll have video. Oh, that would um, be great. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe we can do a live thing by that time. We we just need the uh, connection. Yeah, so. and we have to sign up some guests right now. Everybody's avoiding us. <laughs> yeah, I thought that people thought would be people walking by and we could call them over yeah, and stuff, and to. it just didn't happen. So we'll have to schedule them. We'll yeah, schedule yeah. some guests next year. So look for us next year, too. This was sort of a trial run, though. Yeah, we weren't even sure we were going to get to do it. But too. It worked out good, though. Everything, uh, Everything's working fine. And I don't know and about stuff, the listeners, so. but I had fun talking about it. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll we'll touch you on the next PD podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Bye.